Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Hey, guys. Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Happy Monday. How are you? I hope you had a great weekend. I had a splendid time in Lake Tahoe at the Improv at Harvey's Casino. Uh, what a great weekend. So many ALN fans, man. Uh, in particular... Uh, a few Tyler Friend Shout out to Tyler Friend Who was wearing a Seahawks cap Gave me a weed pen Dude, that weed pen is so good You gotta send me more of those, dude And I will uh, help you get that company Off the ground and running Or whatever that is I don't know where you got that But it was It uh, it it helped playing the Dumb and Dumber slot machine Even more fun um, That was a blast uh, so Tyler friend Thank you for coming out And supporting the podcast uh, Hit us up About last night Pod at gmail.com uh, With your address And we'll send you some merch And also Mark Tilkey And Brian Santa Other podcast Avid listeners Dude Fellas Thank you For listening to the pod Thanks for coming to the show um, It was dope Just so many people That were like Came to the show Because of the podcast Made trips from Sacramento And San Fran And, and Reno of course Which is uh, close by But uh Great, great weekend. Shows were a blast. Ave, uh, Avery Pearson and I had a lot of fun on stage. Sandy Danto ripped it as usual. And uh, more tour dates coming up. Uh, in particular, this week, I'm headlining the Irvine Improv for the first time Wednesday, September 27th. That's this Wednesday, 8 p.m., Irvine Improv. Tickets at adamraycomedy.com. Don't miss the show. Uh, got a stacked lineup and, uh, and a, a brand new hour of material to unleash. And I'm pumped about it. Getting this hour... When I say brand new hour, I mean since last time I've been in Irvine, for sure, which is over a year ago. So definitely come out to the show and support. Uh, hit me up if you want to go, too. I've got a, a guest list. So uh, hit me up at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com or on Facebook, and, uh, and I'll, I'm giving away some tickets. So if you want to come, Irvine Improv, Wednesday, September 27th, 8 p.m., uh, Irvine Improv. Come see me. Um, oh, also tomorrow I'm going to be on Sports Nation with Michelle Beadle and LZ. And uh, Marcellus Wiley, one of my favorite shows, Pumped, Sports Nation, tomorrow. Tune in, ESPN, baby. Uh, Brad Williams coming up. Where's Brad going to be? Oh, he's going on his honeymoon tomorrow. So Brad is uh, off the road for a few weeks, and then back in October, he picks right back up, and and he's all over the place. And both Brad and I actually are going to be in Las Vegas at the Laugh Factory uh, at the Tropicana in Vegas I'll be there the 16th through the 18th Brad will be there the 19th through the 22nd um, So come out and see us uh, Today's episode is a re-release uh, We've been digging up some old ones That you know were uh, Just amazing episodes That we want to put back up uh, And today's is uh, one of I think one of the best we've ever had Story wise uh, Guest wise uh, Funny wise Everything came together I'm talking about the one and only Jim Jeffries Re-release Back on the podcast uh, If you hadn't Heard this episode uh, Get ready to laugh a lot His stories are unreal And uh, he's just a funny ass dude A great conversationalist One of the best comics in the game Undoubtedly And uh and it was a great uh, chat, so pumped to put this one back up. And uh, Brad and I also are going to be going, we're going to start doing something next week where we do 
one episode a week as a guest and one episode is just Brad and I. Uh, we want to get back to doing what got us into this pod in the first place and uh, you guys really love when it's just Brad and I and, and, and we do too. So we're going to do one a week, Brad and I, one guest a week. Um, so really pumped. Uh, so many great episodes, by the way, on the horizon. We've got a bunch in the tank right now and, uh, and, and just so much great, great, great fun coming up. <laughs> I feel like doing Tony Bennett right there. Alec Baldwin's Tony Bennett. Um, Adam Devine's coming back Dana Carvey Jeff Garland uh, Taylor Tomlinson uh, The creator of 5-4 Clothing Company Jeremiah Watkins David Sullivan uh, It's uh, it's getting getting crazy And the ALN pod circuit So make sure you're subscribed on iTunes Comment and rate on the iTunes page And email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com With your favorite ALN moments Highlights Where you get into the pod How you got it What you love about it And we'll read those moments When the new website and merch launches Which should be this week Is what I'm told Sorry to keep pushing it back on you guys uh, But we will be sending out merch When we start reading those highlights every week Alright So now we got the tour dates Twitter handles and merch info out of the way Oh wait we didn't do the Twitter handles. You guys know. Adam Ray Comedy, Brad Williams Comic. Fuck it. You know what? You guys know where we are. I've said it every goddamn episode. I'm tired. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a re-release of one of our favorite ALN episodes of all time with the very funny Jim Jeffries. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and Do you use Postmates? All the time. Yeah. About five times a week. It's a game changer. Have you? Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it, the good thing about it is it's, you can be healthy on it. Yeah. Not that you always do, but you can order a salad or you can, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. When, when delivery was just pizza, <laughs> and it was, and it was for decades. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why did we not think? Because they tried like Grubhub and stuff like that, but we right. never, we, they never really nailed it. Yeah, Grubhub would still be like, yeah, but here's all the best pizza places or burger places. Yeah, but also you were doing it through the same thing. You are putting your credit card in and, yeah. and it was mm-hmm. just a little... And then, and then it, it, it was never really that good. It was like, I want wontons. And then you just got whatever ones that were close to you. You didn't, sure. get, you didn't get to choose your... Yeah. I, I remember when I was... Is this started? Yeah. yeah. Okay. When I was a kid, um, I saw the movie E.T., as every child did. Mm-hmm. And the bit that... I couldn't understand as an Australian that like blew my mind mm-hmm. was the opening scene where they get a pizza delivered. Was that not an available not, in Australia? Not, yeah, it's a no. terrestrial friend. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the alien. I, I remember like, <laughs> okay, alien from outer space. Yeah, yeah, that checks I, out. I understand that, but a pizza to your door. We'd only got McDonald's like six years earlier. Right, and we, wow. we had Pizza Hut, but Pizza Hut was you had to go. And I know there's Australians probably listening at home. They're like, oh no, we definitely had. We didn't. Right, you're younger than me. You didn't. It, it felt like we always have. We had Pizza Hut, and that was it. And yeah. pizza, and Pizza Hut was a sit down restaurant. No kidding. Yeah, and it came in like those big metal dishes where they where they scooped it on. You know you. what? It's funny because when I was in China, that was the same thing. Pizza Hut is like a formal dining. Like, you go out. It's, it's not anymore. We, we, yeah. we have all the companies now. Okay. In fact, I would argue that Domino's Australia is better than Domino's America. Domino's America has really given up. Shots, <laughs> shots fired, Domino's. I'll I, I I tell you something. Like, for all the shit we give Americans, like, I can't believe you eat this. I can't believe you eat that. Right. 
it's worth a Google if you're listening to Google um, Australian Pizza Hut mm-hmm. uh, meat pie crust. <laughs> I like it already. Or, hot, or there's a hot dog crust. Yeah. Right. Oh, you guys have the hot dog crust here. Yeah, we yeah we have the hot dog crust here because you know pizza's not bad. Enough okay. For well, you know how Australians like meat pies. Yeah, which is just like a pie, but we fill with meat. And yeah. That's, I, yeah. I, I ordered them frozen in from Amazon, and I still eat about three meat pies a week. Like I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I haven't given that tradition up for like like a year. I was like, oh, I live like an American person. It's like, no, fuck it. I'm like an old Russian guy that just eats pierogies. <laughs> right? So, so I, I meat pie crust. Have you googled it? Okay. All right. Meat pie crust pizza hut, and then it doesn't disappoint when you see it. You'll go, oh, Australia's got, and then they got a hamburger crust as well. Where they put hamburgers throughout the crust. I mean, hamburgers throughout the crust? Yeah, that's another one. That's a- Do I need to put Australia into the Google search? Australia Pizza Hut meat pie crust. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It does exactly what it says on the tin, right? Oh, my and there's God. Even, there's even ketchup on it? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Wow, that looks that's, like all tons of fun. It's just like a ground beef taco in the crust. It's well, nuts. no, it's pastry. It's puff yeah. pastry. It's not taco. It's a pie. <laughs> what, they, they, what they call yeah. those little those, those little tiny pies are what you'd have at a kid. They're called party pies. Yeah, and you'd party have, pies. You'd have that sounds that sounds like a weird porn category. You'd have them at a party when you're a kid. <laughs> and, and Australia had a, there's another there's another thing that I tried to introduce, but the bread in this country is not good enough for it because American bread's rubbish. Right. Is it? Is it? Oh, it's packed with sugar. And it's not as soft as yeah, Australian. You're right. Australian bread's very good. Okay. And it's always got to do with the water or something. No, I think you're just being cunts about it. <laughs> I think there's corn syrup being pumped into everything. Sure. Right? No, there really and is. So you really need... Like, you can still get good bread. You'll be in a restaurant and someone will give you a good... And you'll go, this yeah. is really good bread, but yeah. the supermarket bread's no good. Right. Right? So the, the, you need really soft bread. Unless they want to sponsor this podcast, in in which case, Wonder Bread's sure, the best. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, so we got... Uh, we have this other thing in Australia called um, uh, fairy bread. Fairy, okay, right, which you have at parties, which is you just get a, a shitty piece of white bread yeah. covered in butter, and then you sprinkle, I don't know what you call them in this country, hundreds and, hundreds and thousands, we call them, sprinkles, just okay. the, the round ones, not the little short ones. They're like rainbow sprinkles? Yeah. Okay. You so sp- like things you put on ice cream? Yeah. Okay. You sprinkle them over the bread. <laughs> I thought the sp- sprinkles were universal, by the way. <laughs> no, we call them hundreds and thousands. <laughs> Hundreds and thousands? What? Hundreds and thousands. That's interesting. Because there's, there's two different sorts of sprinkles. There's the little balls. Yeah. And then there's the little tiny sticks. Yeah. Okay, so it's... I'm okay. talking the little balls. All right, yeah. so that would be the thousands, not the hundreds? I don't, I don't know. There's hundreds and thousands. Of, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a way of saying there's lots of these. <laughs> wait, wait. What do, you, what, do you call, what do you call cupcakes? Whizzle wazzle. <laughs> No, we still. I don't, I don't know if it's real. We still. No, we still that's call. A joke. We still call them. Uh, no, I, I stole that from uh, the Simpsons. Oh really? <laughs> There's an episode of the Simpsons where they go to Australia. Yeah. And they go, "What do you call that?" Oh, yeah. That, ooh, that's called a septuagen. Oh, I would have called it a whistle wasn't. That was. <laughs> Boy, you must have loved that when that like I mean the show. Well, that that got a bit of controversy in Australia because. Um, uh, and I'm sure they knew, but at the time, it's like Ricky Gervais just said recently about Donald Trump. It's like whenever he says something seriously, he just goes, "Oh, I'm joking, I'm joking." And whenever a comedian right. jokes, everyone goes, "He's serious." Yeah, right? oh, yeah, wow, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's that's true. Like yeah, when yeah. he says, "I I was joking that I was telling the uh, Second Amendment people to shoot my opponent." Well, that one, <laughs> that one, he was. 
I don't even. <laughs> I, he should. His defense should have been. I wasn't talking about shooting. I was talking yeah. about go protest and right, stuff. Or protest yeah, right? or voting I, or something I, like that. What he that. should say is, I was misunderstood. Yes. Right? Maybe I should have phrased myself better, but I obviously didn't mean shoot the fucking secretary. Right. Yeah. Defense, right. That's a, yeah. Right? Um, but then, and but th- this is the thing about Trump. He is funny. Like you can't deny he's funny. I know well, he is. You know, it's, it's, it's not you my, say my, that. My point, my point is he is funny, right? But when he's saying allegedly, so he, he gets lots of laughs. Yeah. In his speeches, <laughs> then he says something that has zero laughs, <laughs> and then he goes, oh, "I was joking." It's like, yeah. oh, no, no. And if the you, other stuff before I was joking. <laughs> if you were Hillary and you did that, who's not a funny person, right? And if she said we were joking, we could all go. Maybe she was because she's, not, really, she's not good at she's it. She's not good with the jokes, <laughs> right? But with with Donald, you're like, no, you're good with the jokes, man. <laughs> you can't fucking give his a t- his timing with that baby uh, kick out was pretty spectacular. Yeah, like he's like, no, he's like, he's like, no, keep it. What am I going to kick out a baby? And then literally like forty seconds later, he goes, all right, you know what? I was just, get the baby, and it was just like, and and then he even smiled and he was like uh, pretending to like liking the baby in the room. Yeah. And he uh, he did a he did a Chris Rock joke. Uh, which I didn't realize until I went back recently and saw Rock's special Kill the Messenger, mm. which was about when uh, Obama was running against John McCain. Yeah. In that special, Chris Rock goes, they say John McCain's a war hero. He was captured. Mm, not really a war hero. Right, right, right. Like, that was a Chris Rock joke, and then Trump actually got in trouble for saying that, like, a year and a half ago. Yeah, but see, the, the Trump did mean it, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, that was I, the problem. I like the one where he just went, he went, oh, Purple Heart. I've always wanted a Purple oh, Heart. Oh, God. Oh, this is good. Like, it's a fucking tuna sandwich at Subway. But, yeah. I've always wanted one of those. No, but this is also the thing is, is, okay, so you don't like the guys who get captured. What about the ones who just get injured and get sent home? They yeah. can't be good either. Yeah. Right. Purple Heart's not... Was it something you get when you succeed? No, you get shot. It's an honorable thing. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. But it's you don't a get it like shot or you can, you can like that. Your, it's any injury. <laughs> yeah. There's that episode of Mash where George Burns, not George Burns, George Burns. What was his name? Frank Burns. Okay. Who was the character? He fell over and he gets a purple heart. <laughs> I've heard stories about that where like guys sprain their ankle on the deck of a boat and then and then they get one, which. I mean, if if you're the guy that gets shot, you you kind of got to look at that guy like, really, you get the same thing as me? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the the, the uh, hug that mic a little more for us, Jim. Huh? Sorry, sorry, sorry. So what were we talking about? The fucking purple heart. Someone getting injured. <laughs> uh, I had a really good point to say, and I fucking Trump advice. about being funny, not realizing it. Oh. Yeah. What were we talking about before? We were talking about fairy bread. Yes, fairy, fairy bread. bread. There yes. was something in between. Oh, Simpsons in Australia. Oh, in the Simpsons. Yeah, okay, yeah, so here we go. That's all the time we got, Jim. Thanks back. for coming we're on back. the podcast today. No. So what happened was on the Simpsons was they were joking about Australia and Australia took it seriously. Okay. And so so there was all there was obviously the direct jokes about us all being criminals. Yeah. Right? Which is fine. That's what, you don't the, care. Well, I don't. Care. The what? only time I care about that one, and I, I almost got into a fist fight in my, in my early twenties when I was living in London, um, because when a white British person says it with venom, right, calls you a convict, yeah. Then I'm like, oh, that's fucking fighting talk. Right? <laughs> so now we know the one thing that can yeah, offend Jim Jeffries. And, the, and there's a certain accent as well. It's got to be. Oh, po- yeah. It's got to be posh English. Okay, it's gotta so be it's like got to be cl- like the it's gotta David, David Beckham type. Hugh Grant. No, no, no. See, this is you're wrong about Beckham. Beckham doesn't have it. Be- Hugh Grant. Beckham's from Essex. 
Okay. Which is like where all the slutty girls live. If you go Essex <laughs> women all the time, and he's got a squeaky little voice. He's like little Beckham. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah. he almost sounds like a slutty. Yeah. Girl. He's not. He's not. He's not actually from Manchester. He just followed Manchester as a kid. <laughs> and the reason they never get him to talk at all. Right. He's got that squeak. That's right. why they never in advertisements it was just like, look at his abs. Don't make him a spokesperson. His, ma- his mouth yeah. doesn't even open in the pictures. They're no. like, we don't even want the idea of you talking to be portrayed. No, 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 he yeah. t- and over here, I guess his voice is okay, but in Britain, everyone's like, no, shut up. <laughs> Um, so, so, and not like Jason Stratham, which Stratham, which Statham. is Stratham, which is the, which is the, which is the East End. I've got yeah. a poem of his myself. Right. So right. Like, Ray Winston, right. as well. Ray Winston had it like in Indiana Jones. who's was like Jonesy <laughs> in that Crystal Skull <laughs> film. So if I, so if I in this accent called you a fucking convict, you wouldn't be give two shits. No, I wouldn't give two shits because that guy's a convict as well, right? That's, <laughs> oh, a, okay. that's two criminals talking to each other. I'm all right with that guy. Now, what all if right. Helen Mirren called you? A ah, yeah. fuck. Yeah, talk. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> talk. Although that broad, if you Google yeah. her enough, she's, yeah. for somehow through playing the queen, we've given her this posh. Back in the days, she was getting naked in every she film. She was Caligula. In what? every film. Yeah, she was Caligula. She was in, she's was. she been in orgy scenes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like in what? the 70s. Yeah, yeah I, Dan, Dan Bacadol, who played, who was in my sitcom, yeah. who's yeah. now in Life in Pieces. He was in the the Heat with me. He, he uh, was in the Heat, he's, right? He was in, he's incredible. So Bacadol was in, and I don't know whether I'm giving away one of his stories, but what's we'll, he going to we'll, do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we will eventually circle back to The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so Bacadol fucking, um, he did uh, Trumbo. Oh, with oh, yeah. uh, 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 Cranston. Cranston, yeah. yeah, yeah Oscar-nominated yeah. Trumbo. He yeah. played... His character in the film was weird because it re- you watch the movie like, his character serves no purpose. <laughs> it's just like... He's got like lines and stuff, but his character is... He's uh, John Wayne's mate. He's just hanging around. Right. With jo- when John Wayne gets upset about <laughs> everyone being a communist and all goes, oh, I got people... Who- I can't do the voice. Anyway, so... <laughs> I got people who are communists. I always <laughs> think that my John Wayne is like my impersonation of a drunk Canadian. <laughs> hey, let's go over there and go get the thing. Right? So, so anyway, he's in the movie and he said that Helen Mirren, non-stop mm-hmm. flirting. Really? Yeah, he said he'd, he'd be in a trailer getting makeup done and she would just be flirting the whole time. Love it. Love Saucy. Saucy woman. Is Dan, is, is Dan married? He is. Oh. Yeah, well, no, he's still, she, you know, she's still 80 or something, isn't she? Uh, she's, yeah, she's, she, she's up there, but I mean, right, okay, okay. for the story. Oldest woman you'd fuck, happily. Ha- Ooh. Well, like, okay, because, like, I would happily fuck H- Helen Mirren. No, and fucking happily fuck me, Mary. Yeah, I would happily fuck Christy Brinkley. Yes, sure. Well, that's an unreal fifty-two. Yeah. Welcome back to no reasonable. sixty. Sixty. Yeah. Sixty. That's insane. And Helen Mirren's pushing seventy. Yeah, yeah. Helen Mirren. Look, if I had to, gun to my head, yeah. Helen Mirren's in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sophia Loren. What is she? Upper seventies. Yeah, yeah. She, she'd be your eighty that you'd go for. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> if you had to. If you had to. Sure. That's not. That's All right. Not your so wife. the Simpsons. Yeah. Seventy-one. Helen Mirren. Yeah. Seventy-one. Christy Bentley would be sixty-one by now. Because when she turned sixty, it was like a big thing where they did a whole lot of magazines. Like this is mm-hmm. what sixty looks like, and you're like, no, no, not, that's no. not. That's a woman who doesn't touch alcohol, works out very hard. Yeah. They don't do that for men, do they? Ah, uh, they it, won't. They won't do it for Billy Joel. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>
<laughs> this yeah. is what drunk looks like. <laughs> Did you 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 were there at the improv the night Paul McCartney was there, right? I was. He's been several times. Yeah. I was there one of the times. Did you freak out? I did. Yeah, I'm yeah. a huge Beatles guy, so I freaked the fuck out. I was there with Judd Apatow, Crystalia, who didn't really give a shit, but gave a shit because he was like, all right, I guess. I, I should give a shit. Yeah, I, yeah. I should yeah. give a shit. Yeah. It's not a good looking woman. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a what again? A Beatle. What's oh, that? What again? <laughs> I, I, mean, I love how focused Chris is on li- Like, Chris's outlook on life is just like, I like to drink coffee, yeah. I like to do stand up. And I love beautiful women. And, and the only reason he it. drinks coffee is to stay awake to meet beautiful women. And the only reason he just stand up is to meet beautiful women. So really, it's just women. It's really just women. Other things, they're just steering the ship towards women. <laughs> anyway, so fucking, uh, so, we were there. And it yeah. was, it was, and um, um, what's his name? Uh, I sneeze, I'm sorry. Aziz, I'm sorry. <laughs> I sneeze, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Not, I no, will every, never be no, able to not hear that again. I don't, I don't mean that in a bad way. Me, yeah, of me, course not. It's me, a funny play on words. Me and, sure. Forrest, me and Forrest Shaw have little nicknames for people. <laughs> that's incredible. That, that affectionate. Sure, yeah, that's the, very the, affectionate. The weird thing is because I, I don't know Aziz. I met him like once or twice. Mm. I have nothing against the guy whatsoever. I think he's a, a, a good comic. Yeah. I, he seems Master like, of None was a great seems show. Like a nice, seems like a nice guy, yeah. right? But I used his name in my last special as Isis's favorite comedian. <laughs> Right, and I just, did he take offense to that? Well, the thing is, I I haven't seen him since. Yeah, and I just want I like I just wanted to go like ISIS. If you see this, but ISIS are like chatting and they're mm-hmm. talking about comedy. And yeah. one of them's like, I like beheading people. I like um, I like Muhammad. No, I love Muhammad. I should have put him first. I love Muhammad. <laughs> I like beheading people, and I like the comedy of Aziz Ansari. Right <laughs> now, I, the only reason this might be right, it probably is Razor. Yeah. I, I said Aziz Ansari because it was the funniest name. Yes. I, I tried Zach Galifianakis, right? Yeah. Wasn't it oh, funny right. as, as too, is? sorry. Yeah, Zach Galifianakis is too long. And also, too many syllables. Jezelnik was just... A little yeah. too hard. He wasn't in the zeitgeist of everyone in my crowd as yeah. much, so it right, was... Right, right, right. You can't was, go too obscure and be like Dave Coulier, because then you can be like, why would ISIS... Yeah, so I don't... I have not, I, I, but I'm now nervous... <laughs> to see him? <laughs> to see him again. That's going to be a great <laughs> moment. Yeah, yeah, I want to be there. Yeah. All right, Aziz, like, when I said you were ISIS's favorite comedian... <laughs> I'm not saying that you're... ISIS. <laughs> I'm saying with that. that people in ISIS would like what you do. <laughs> All right, What's maybe we did, maybe maybe we need to think this over a little <laughs> yeah. bit more. Yeah, yeah. Now, no, will you open no. with that or wait for him to come to you and say something? I'm, I'm assuming he doesn't watch Jim what Jeffries! I do. Yeah. Like, All right, you call me ISIS's favorite comedian. <laughs> um, so I, I'm assuming that he, I, I'm assuming he wouldn't have watched me first of all, and right. then I'm assuming someone's told him. Sure. And then he, and then he probably watched it. Probably tried to watch it and got bored because it was fifteen minutes in or something. Mm. You know, I, I don't know. And maybe he had, to, he had to go through all the Cosby rape jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Cosby's not upset with me, strangely <laughs> enough. Uh, oh, not nothing. No, I haven't heard from. Well, him. Well, I mean, I think he's got other things at this point. <laughs> at this point, yeah, he's issues. probably not trying to. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's keeping off the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to work for Netflix. <laughs> 
Anyway, so I mean, CISO's a good place to do it. <laughs> and so, this is your new special, Free Dumb. Free Dumb. Yeah. Which UMB. is now available on Netflix. Everyone should watch it. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Anyway, The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> what they did wrong with The Simpsons was, and then they did like, um, they went, though, we're going to go see the Prime Minister. And it was just a guy floating out in a lake, right? <laughs> now, people got upset with that because sure. there was, a, we had a Prime Minister. This is one of my favorite Australian stories. In the 1950s called Harold Holt. Right, okay. that's a good name, it's Harold Holt. If yeah. you're a comedian, you'd love that name. Yeah. Sure, Harold nice, Holt. Nice, nice alliteration. Yeah, plenty of easy syllables. To remember, Harold Holt. You know he's telling one liners. Harold Holt. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so HaroldHolt.com Her- Her- probably available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Not to be Harold Holt's out there. <laughs> so, so Harold Holt was while he was in office as the prime minister, mm-hmm. right? He went for a swim. And just never came back. Like the Secret Service, the Secret Service was standing at the beach. Like, yeah. oh, all right, Harold, go have a swim. He went for a swim by himself, which is weird. Yeah. Anyway, right? Yeah. He went for a swim in the ocean, and then just you never seen again. No kid. While he was the prime minister. <laughs> No boats following him. Never on the side. found the body. Nothing. And there just was gone. This is still like there was just radio in Australia. We hadn't had yeah. TV yet, right? And because TV came in like 1956, okay, right? And one police chief got in a lot of trouble because it was just a slip of the tongue. And because and, and he should have written what he wanted to say down, yeah, sure, right? Because he went, "Our investigation has come to a dead halt." Right? Oh, oh no! Yeah, like oh, oh shit! God. I just said that. Oh no! <laughs> With the like you like you like you almost needed like a slide trombone back. I'm like, <laughs> like just like that. Kind but the, of- one of the worst things is in Melbourne. There's the Harold Holt Memorial Swimming Pool. Oh, oh come no. on! Like that come one on. through all the construction. No yeah. one said. Like we would not. We, we 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 would not have the Abraham Lincoln Memorial Theater. Yeah, yeah. We would not do that. Well, it's kind of like in... Uh, well, I've been to Lincoln Theater in Washington. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's what great. else is it named after? Yeah. I perform at the Lincoln Theater in Washington. Is there? That's the one I go yeah, to. It's, not, it's incredible. Wow. It's not yeah. named after the fucking car. <laughs> and if it was named after the car, the car's named after him. <laughs> there you go. Oh, well, it's wow. like it's like uh, in uh, in Amsterdam, they have the Anne Frank Museum, and it's like they have like... Well, that's, that's her house. Yeah. 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 What else are they going to call it? <laughs> but the I mean, Nazi funhouse? <laughs> This was considered. <laughs> I was, I was they, still coming down of drugs, I had mushrooms and everything when I visited the end. Me too. Terrible I, way to see it. And I walked up there, and I was living in a studio in London. I don't think it's a nice thing to say. Mm-hmm. This is way bigger than my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and I said it so earnestly, oh, like, God. what were they upset about? Oh, this is God. massive. Is this is a two bedroom. There's or? a view of the canal. <laughs> in the, it's in the centre of Amsterdam. You're not going yeah. out to the suburbs. <laughs> And I tell you what, the Jew, the Nazis, they found her the first time they looked. I don't mm-hmm. care what the movie says. The first time they looked, they found her. It's a five-story building. Mm-hmm. They took up two stories. Mm-hmm. You just got to stand at the front and go one, two, three, four, five. Right? <laughs> they would have said that in German. Eins, zwei, drei, near. Yeah. They would have gone five. Then they get inside the house and they're like, oh, downstairs is a shop. Right? <laughs> and then they're like, all right, well, I'll buy a pack of gum. <laughs> right? <laughs> So we can wander around here and the mm-hmm. shopkeeper won't get angry. Then they go up to the second level where the shopkeeper lives. Yep. Then they go up to the third level and they go, oh, this is the second story where the shopkeeper lives. So they go, well, we've been up three levels, <laughs> right? And then maybe we should check these last two levels that we saw from the outside. Yeah. And then there's a bookcase where the stairs should be. I mean, yeah. Exactly where the stairs should be. 
There's a bookcase, and now and it's just like. So what you're uh, trying to say is you wish you could go back in time and help the Nazis be more efficient. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that the Frank family and the other family that lived there. They didn't have to be so quiet. The Nazis weren't looking for them. The Nazis found them by accident one time when they went to read a book. Because I don't think the bookcase even had a back to it. They just pulled a book out and then some, some sunlight shined through. Are you are you a big history buff in general? Um, I like it was my favorite subject of school. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know it was the only subject of school that I actually enjoyed. We did I did what they call modern history. Do you have ancient history and modern history? Do you right. have that over here? Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. So ancient who does ancient history? Yeah, who yeah. learns about like and there's a plate from Pompeii. Like <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> so they, yeah, so they had so they had a town of volcano destroyed it. We yeah, don't really need you, to know you, too much more. You want to do Hitler? <laughs> Hitler's what you're all about. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's why I watch the History Channel, just, yeah. for, just for the Hitler stories. Hitler fucking... You can say what you want about Hitler. <laughs> oh, God. He, but he, geez, he, he rocked out history, didn't he? <laughs> he, he should made, have his own he, channel by this point, he? made he? it yeah. interesting, old Hitler. Well, I mean, he's a guy <laughs> that, that we all things refer up. every politician this, to. This is so. the funny thing. When they, when they compare Hitler mm-hmm. to... Uh, Everyone does the little side-by-side picture of Donald Trump and Hitler. Right, right, right. And they go, wanted to do this, wanted to get rid of immigration, wanted to get rid of blah, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then the Republicans do the same picture of Hitler versus Obama. Yeah. Jesus. But the thing that they're doing is they're mentioning good stuff. Like, Hitler, would, Hitler was a really bad guy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But let's not say that he didn't do anything that was good. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, like, he did good things like this. Building the Autobahn. No one is fucking arguing that that was a good gig, right? If you've driven around Germany, that road is fantastic. It, it, took a, it, 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 it got people working. That's how he got into power, was making the workforce all work again. So it's the so only road in, in the world, apart from no, one of the stretches in Australia. No we speed could, limit. No speed limit. Yeah. Wow. No speed limit. What you do is you buy your Mercedes in Germany and you drive mm-hmm. it back to Britain. That's what a lot of people do. Yeah. And they're just fucking, wow, Frank. And it seems to be really safe because everyone's sort of sensible where it's like all right, right the real maniacs can drive in that lane yeah, and yeah. abuse the power yeah yeah so pre-killing jews hitler was a pre no no i'm what i'm saying is <laughs> yeah, no i want to get this on I'm, record what i'm saying is i'm sure jeffrey Dahmer yeah made he fucking a nice cheesecake every now and again <laughs> like just to say that because you, like everybody's made of light and dark right Hitler yeah, was yeah, extraordinarily yeah. dark yeah, yes 98 percent dark but there was like Two or maybe three things. Like, and then, but then they probably things, bought flowers for someone like, one time. Like brought in healthcare. Yeah, right to the Germans. There's no Germans that are like that's the reason the Holocaust happened was the health. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So you yeah. can't just name the things that he. He you know? also, and I found this out recently. He's the reason why we do. And my girlfriend's in the room who could probably back me up. Uh, the torch, like the Olympic torch, right? Like I think that's like I. I they used ovens, Brad. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you should have listened more in history. You think it's just Nazis with torches? <laughs> no, I think he's the reason when they had the, when they had the Olympics in Berlin. I think that they started the whole Olympic torch run. But it oh, they must have the run. The Olympic flame always existed. Yeah, but then like the run up to it. The flame. We always thought that the flame never goes out. The bullshit. The flame's the sun. Yeah, and then they just have like a dish that they cover in oil. Right before in, in Athens. So then it always. Yeah. yeah, so they're saying, oh, the sun... Oh, the, we always used to think as a kid there was a flame in a box that never went out. Yeah. Right. No, it's not. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's just... It's just it, it, yeah. it always exists in the hearts and minds of children everywhere. You know what I mean? It's like fucking <laughs> so Santa. It yeah. never dies. <laughs> uh, your son, Hank, is how old? 
Uh, I'm not done talking about Hitler. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we could transition from we have, Hitler to we have a, some, the Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't say the Volkswagen Beetle was a bad move. <laughs> they're, they're one of the few cars that are still running today from the right. 40s. Right. By from the way, 40s. Can we at least applaud my attempt to transition out of Hitler? Because that's, like, not an easy thing to do. He, he, went, he went to Volkswagen. He went and to I Vol- applaud Jim for coming back into yeah. it. He went to Volkswagen. And he went, and he went, uh, he went, I want a car. Yeah. But he did it like Homer Simpson in that episode where he sketched his own car. <laughs> remember that? Remember, I remember that? that. Oh, yeah. Where Homer had the bubble yeah. and his brother was Danny DeVito. And then it had the two seats in the end. And he goes, and I want a horn that plays La Cucaracha. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? That's so, incredible. So, so they built that car and then it was the, the Homer and then it rotated. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. The and car. nobody cheered. Yeah. This is what, that's how the Volkswagen Beetle was made. Was Hitler? Hitler, was, Hitler was like, man, my car doesn't have enough headroom. Wait, do Hitler as Homer. That's more fun. <laughs> oh, <you laughs> damn Jews. <laughs> I'm going to build a road. I'm going to drive so fast. <laughs> anyway, so. Are you a dude? Do you love sports? Do you love football? Do you love fantasy football? Yeah, you probably do. Well, then you need to try my favorite new app, Draft. Have you guys heard about this? It's a weekly fantasy football app. But it's not like the other guys, all right? On Draft, you get to play real-life snake drafts with other people, just like in your season-long league. Yeah, I know. Incredible. Here's how it works. It's a draft that lasts for just one week, and there's no management. You just set it and forget it. Once you're done drafting, that's it, all right? There's no trades. There's no waiver wire. Draft even takes care of last-minute injuries for you, all right? And drafts start every couple minutes, so you, so you can join one right now. You don't have to wait an hour or a year or for your birthday. Two minutes from now, start a draft join one and the best part you get to play for cold hard cash drafts start from just one dollar so there's a draft for everyone who can't afford a dollar draft maybe pigeons but you know because they don't have currency there's also no salary caps and you can play in a real live snake draft just like you play with your friends in a season-long league how great is that come and join me on draft today i'm in it brad's in it we love it download the app anytime like right now all you do is search draft in your app store and join a game in minutes or you can play right from your computer on playdraft.com whatever you want i'm not going to tell you how to live your life for a limited time only all new players will get a free entry into draft when you make your first deposit but you have to use my promo code aln that's right play a real money game for free just for using my promo code ALN on your first deposit on the app Draft for fantasy football lovers, sports fanatics, and just people who love fun. Search Draft in the App Store or go to PlayDraft.com and come play with me for free using the promo code ALN. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, where's my testicle guy? <laughs> now I'm Cliff Clavin. <laughs> It's a a very similar impression. Actually, if you do John Ratzenberg, he has many similar views. Uh, (laughs) To Homer or Hitler? (laughs) John Ratzenberg texted me the other day because John's like my... Are your buddies with him? Yeah, yeah, he was on Legit. He was in Legit, right? He's like my Republican buddy, conspiracy Mm -hmm. theory buddy, where me and him have just learned to accept each other. That's great. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm like I'm like this hippie, and I'm like like in his eyes, yeah. sure. I'm like a left wing hippie, right. and in my in, in my eyes, I'm like that guy's out of his fucking mind, right? Yeah. I, was, I was with him when Sandy Hook happened, and it's like, oh no, <laughs> sitting next to him, like yeah, maybe if the teachers had guns, and you're like, oh, oh god, god no. we're not doing this today, are we? No, no, no. But, but there's people who think like him, and he, yeah. and he's a terribly nice man, sure. And yeah, I, I hang out with him; I, he's great. I, he's a great guy, and uh, so he texts me the other day. And I hadn't heard from him in a while. And his text went like this. He goes, 
Yeah, I was just down at the uh, gun show raising money for Trump after I went to church, and it made me think of you. <laughs> I tell this story on Conan, but it's always worth a tell, right? This sure. is, right, so, so George Lazenby played my father in Legit, who was James Bond for one film. Yep. What? On, he was, uh, he was the only Majesty Secret Majesty Service. Secret Service, which yep. is regarded as the second best Bond film ever. When they always do the polls, mm-hmm. they was and like like, like Goldfinger, Doctor yeah. No, number one, and then yeah, yeah and and uh, and and George is super lechy with the women, like because he was he he got the part because he was the number one male model in the world, and mm-hmm. and Sean Connery basically went, I'm not doing this anymore. And right. Then, Good and luck. They, they yeah, went, it was like, we'll just get the best looking guy in the world. Right. Don't worry about it. Right. Yeah. He was signed for seven films and he got drunk all the time. And then he showed up at the red carpet with like a big beard and long hair. <laughs> and they went, James Bond doesn't look like this. And he goes, it's the 70s, man. I'm not a square. Right. It was 1970. <laughs> and so they fired him and he thought he was going to be a movie star. It never worked out. And so George is super lechy with the women. Like anytime mm-hmm. there was women on set, we had to be like, all right, everyone take care of George. Make sure George isn't left alone <laughs> in, a, in a room. And then like some of the girls, even the young girls would be like, that old guy's been a bit creepy. And then we go, you know, he used to be James Bond. And then they changed their whole attitude. Isn't that incredible? Oh, wow. Even though he's because they got hit on by James Bond. Yeah. yeah. They, they went, oh. Badge of honor. And so me and, me and Bacadol used to play a game called uh, <laughs> movies, movies named by uh, James Bond movies. Named by George Lazenby. Okay. So you just have to change the name Octopussy. slightly. Yeah, I, I like that one. Keep it as Octopussy. Right? Because you're super strange. This is my favourite one was Doctor No, but she means yes. <laughs> <laughs> On Her Majesty's tits. Brown finger. Yeah, brown finger. <laughs> no, it was, no, I, no, it was gold fingering. Gold fingering. That was better. Gold fingering. And then there was one that was like, Die another gay. That one's not sexual. It's political. <laughs> right. So, anyway, oh, so I'm sitting in makeup. Yeah. And I'm in the middle. And, it, and on one side of me, I have John Ratzberg. So I have, I have Cliff Clavin. Cliff Clavin from Cheers. Cliff yeah. Clavin. I have James Bond on the other side of me. Right. Yeah. James Bond. Right? Uh, in in your in your TV show. Yeah. TV. So we're sitting, sitting there and they're chatting. And uh, fucking uh, John could never talk to George. Like, and they had a lot of scenes together playing the dads. Right. right? And so there's a, there's a bit where John was trying to find common ground with George. And George mm-hmm. is just looking at himself in the mirror because he's all handsome. Right? He's still just, oh, I look beautiful. <laughs> and, uh, and fucking, uh, and George goes, hey, he, John goes, hey, George, uh, where did they film that uh, James Bond film you were in? And he goes, oh, it was all over France, mostly the French Alps, but all over France, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, I just love France. Uh, what's, your, what's your favorite bit of France there, George? <laughs> and he goes, well, there's a place in Italy where you can fuck the prostitutes by the side of the road. <laughs> wait, <laughs> Also wait, a Burger King. Wait, what's your favorite part <laughs> of France? There's a place, there's a place in, in Italy, Italy <laughs> where you can fuck the prostitutes by the side of the road. Now, we had three people doing our hair, right? <laughs> and they were looking in the mirror, and they all stopped teasing. <laughs> At the same time, and then, and then John just was about to say something, and I sort of stopped him. Yeah, and we all just sort of sat there confused. Take it in for a moment. Right. And I said, oh, oh, "All right, George. Um, <laughs> when, when you say the, so- I'm not even worried about the Italy France thing. Yeah. When yeah. you say the side of the road, <laughs> are you meaning like on the asphalt, on the footpath, in a right. field? Right. Is it in a house? Because if it's in a house, 
Everything's on the side of a road. Sure. Everywhere we go is 99% of where yeah. humans are is yeah. on the side of a road. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's not like, well, your average brothel, they hand you a machete and say, good luck, it's a mile that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he goes, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. He used to tell the greatest stories in the world that didn't have a punchline. That didn't have an ending. Oh, those are the best. Okay, this story, this is, this is the exact story he said. So okay. me... Dan Bacchanal and DJ Qualls, mm-hmm. right? With their DJ is a skinny guy out of the road trip. Right? Yes. Yeah. And so, so we're all standing there, and it was the first day we met him, and he could tell that we were on every like we we love the guy. Sure. It's just like he's it's lived fun. a lived a life. He's been yeah. married several times. Every couple of years, like a new child just shows up on his doorstep. <laughs> he he once said to me, he once said to me, he goes, "Oh, you fucking back in the day, you didn't have to wear condoms. You didn't have to worry about disease or whatever." And I said, uh, I said, yeah, but what if you got the girl pregnant? He goes, that wasn't a problem. I moved around a lot. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The best right. birth control is moving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Get a new address. <laughs> no social media. They couldn't track you down. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> Those were right. the days, eh? Oh, God. <laughs> you just kept the phone numbers of the people you liked, and then you were gone. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. Man, anyway. Anyway, so fucking... Uh, uh, so this is the story he told. So we're all like sitting there like, oh my God, this is amazing. He goes, all right, we're in London. It's 1968, right? He's the number one male model in the world. He goes, my dick's here. Peter Sellers' dick's over there. John Lennon's dick's over there. Wow. And there's naked woman, women laying all over the floor making out. And then we went, well, what, what happened? <laughs> and he went, well, we fucked him, didn't we? <laughs> He lets you. He lets you tell the ending with him. Yeah, didn't yeah, we? yeah. You remember? You yeah. know what happened? You know what happened? You know how the story ends. You, 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 you could put two and two together. Well, we fucked him. Like that's a great combo, of guys, as well. Like, yeah. yeah, Pierce Sellers. What that's a who's who? Funniest man on know. earth. One of the fucking greatest artists of all time. And yeah. George. And George. He could have stopped after that and then just been like, and then we played a little ping pong and went to bed. Yeah, yeah. Lennon came a bit quick. <laughs> Instant karma. Not, not, not the only thing that's instant. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the name of your next special should just be Hitler wasn't that bad. Well, I, 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 I've thought about this because I've got so many lazy stories of such a short amount of time. I've thought about this for years. Yeah, I'd like to do what Ricky Gervais did with the Ricky Gervais show where he just podcast and animated it. Yeah, but just with George Lazenby telling stories, <laughs> it's, just, it's kind of a great that's idea. That's the only way you can do it. You yeah. can't act it out. You have no. to go back in time. So I was in London having right. press like Austin Powers walking. Yeah, down yeah, yeah. Then have like John it's kind Lennon of a brilliant idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do now you mentioned? I mean, that that type of a story, and you've had a handful of those. That Pacino story, and I won't make you tell it because yeah. you've told it a bunch on stage, and it's you did total on Kimmel. It was incredible. Well, like, that's that's the story because that brings back to. The Simpsons thing that we always go back to the Simpsons. It's not that I forget that I'm talking about something, but I do mm-hmm. go off on tangents for a very long time. Oh, so do we. Time. We love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, great. yeah very, very long time. And people find that amazing. I used to find it amazing when I saw Billy Conley because Billy Conley would leave a story for 30 minutes. He'd do like a three-hour show and then he'd yeah. come back and you would go, wow, he remembered this story. And right. now as a comic, you know because you tell the story so many times that yeah. you can pop in and out of them whenever sure. you want. It's yeah. not difficult at all. But when I met Pacino at a party and, and he did come up to me and went, I like this. You, you tell a story. And I think, oh, no, oh, no, he has forgotten the story. And then you come back to the story you never forgot. It's very good. <laughs> That's How do you even respond when 
You got Al Pacino. Well, Al Pacino actually, I didn't feel this in Kimmel, but I do a routine about how I'm a five in the looks department, but because I'm yeah. famous, I get to fuck sixes, but because right. I'm a drunk, I fuck threes and twos and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a great and, line. And, and so, it's so, in the special Free Dumb, yeah. now available on Netflix. So, yeah. so after I tell that story, I tell it at a dinner party in front of like 20 people, mm-hmm. and Al Pacino's opening line to me, he walks up and goes, look, look, both fives and we're talking to each other. <laughs> and I didn't understand what he's saying. And, he, yeah. and I'm, I'm like, what? And he goes, you're a five, I'm a five, and we're both talking to each other. And I went, oh, yes. And I said, oh, but M- Mr. Pacino, you're, I get to fuck sixes because of how famous I am. I mm-hmm. assume you're fucking like crazy, like 12s or 13s or something right. weird like that. And then he grabs the woman who was standing next to Leonardo DiCaprio and pulls her in and goes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Just the fact oh that you... Oh, my God. And what did the girl do? The girl was like, well, She's like, Leo, well, wow. Like, like, he wasn't aggressive with it. No, 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 She no, was no. confused. <laughs> it wasn't like he went, you're right, and then raped her. Like, <laughs> like you just... Wait, so he was trying to, like, quote your bit to you, have a moment with you yeah, with yeah. your joke. That's yeah, yeah. incredible. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Was pretty good. And it was so nice, and I feel bad because I've been telling the story, and I told the story on Kimmel and everything, and I wonder whether he probably... He probably hates people doing the impersonations of him. And there was, a, there was a bit when I was telling the story where I went, Al Pacino and Warren Beatty come up to me, and they're a little bit drunk. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, when you before you do a TV show, you've got to tell the story to uh, a pre-interview. Uh, producer yeah, yeah, so, so they can so check, clear check, it, your, yeah. check your story. Like, I'm, so, I'm sorry if we're ruining any of the magic for anyone at home. <laughs> Not like this. This is, this is completely unprepared. The, the, right. the podcasts don't do that, but TV has... Pro- yeah. More preparation. Yeah, because, issues. Yeah, yes, because issues. They, they don't want someone to walk out there and be like, so, in 1972, rape was pretty much legal. I, I, was, a, I was a member of the clan, and I remember. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, the, uh, I said, oh, so, so Warren Beatty and Al Pacino come up to me, and they're drunk, right? Mm. And then I got a note that, um, uh, just don't say he's drunk, is the only thing out of the whole story. Right. And I went, why? And they go, because Al Pacino watches Kimmel every night. <laughs> And sometimes, sometimes he rings in. <laughs> oh my God, that's unbelievable! Sometimes he rings. Hey, uh, Jim, no, no, Jimmy he, Kimmel's producer, friends, please. He's yeah. friends with Kimmel. No, he's yeah. friends with Kimmel. And sometimes he rings Kimmel because that was a good show. I like the guests you had. Oh right? my God, like like because he's mate. Like he yeah. doesn't ring the network in. Yeah, and, okay. and like, but he was. Who was the Australian comic that did my impression? So, it was horrible. Sometimes he rings in Kimmel and has a chat with him yeah. uh, in the afternoon, which you do with your mates, right? Sure. Mate. Sure, sure. And and so, the, like, he wouldn't appreciate it. And so I'm like, all right, I won't mention that. And then I'm like, when I told that story, I, like, over the time I've told that story so much, there's probably a fabricated 9 to 8% of it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you do that, you tell a story, people, when they hear it back, they go, well, that didn't happen. You're like, well, I'm telling it on stage now. I'm juicing right. it up a little. Sure, yeah, sure, you sure. Know? And I, I don't, I, honestly, with that story, I don't know if I have or I haven't. Because mm-hmm. I've told it so many times that it's I'm not kinda, sure. Yeah, you're kind of lost in terms of what's real, what's yeah, not. Yeah, there's certain things I know for sure happened. Well, sure, you definitely I, saw I, Warren I Beatty and Al Pacino. I definitely had a moment with him, and people think this is a made-up business story. This is because he talked to me for like 20 minutes, and at the 15-minute mm-hmm. mark, he goes, Oh, oh, am I, am I talking to you too much? I've been talking for 15 minutes to you, and you have not said a word. Often people in my life have told me that I talk and I do not listen. And I said, Mr. Pacino, this is the greatest moment in my life. Keep talking till I come. <laughs> what did he say? I really did say that to him. What did he say? Keep talking till I come. And he went, okay, okay. 
I'll get back into it. Yeah, yeah. Then he got back into it. Have you <laughs> always been that comfortable around? Like, do you get starstruck? Like, I mean, you, you're a very friendly, sociable person. But like, yeah. have you ever? I, I, I look. I've only celebrity people have only come into my life. You only meet them once you get a certain level of fame yourself. Right. And I'm at the stage in my career where I'm famous, but I'm never as famous as the people I meet. I mm. guess so that's how it feels. I guess I mean. Well, I mean, when you're spending New Year's Eve at Russell Crowe's ranch. Russell Crowe's ranch. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like when you sit down to that, well, okay. So like, yeah, being there. Do you also like Pacino? As soon as you made him laugh, want to be best friends with you? Clearly. So there's that like special skill that we have. That, but yeah. I mean, are you ever trepidatious to be like, I don't want to be funny? Or are you I, always yourself in those situations? I, I try. Well, I try to be myself, but it's. You know, I sometimes get a little starstruck. Yeah. It's, it's mm. weird because as, as you said, I've become friends, good friends now with Russell Crowe, and. And that happened because he contacted me on the Twitter. And the, what? The first time, yeah, Russell Crowe just contacted me on Twitter one day to say he was a fan. And then, and then uh, by, by the end of the year, I spent New Year's Eve on his ranch in Australia. Oh, my God, <laughs> and, dude. And me and him chat on the phone. Sure. Sometimes when I'm drunk late at night, I ring Russell Crowe. Like, in the, this is the middle of the day in Australia. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> he's a good drinker as well, so he doesn't get upset by it. Or sure. Like he understands. And how does he... But, when but he one time I sent yeah. him a text. It was a movie he did called The Water Diviner. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a movie you could call The Water Diviner where it was about a guy in World War One who went back to find uh, his two kids' bodies after his two kids died in World War One, right? Mm-hmm. And, that's, and it's meant to be a true story. But yeah. Like, anyway, so they reenact the whole scene where the two kids die and everything. So I'm at an Australians in film party and this okay. guy comes up to me and he goes, I met you at one of Russell's... I played Russell's son in The Water Diviner. He was one of the actors, okay. right? He's like a 20-something-year-old guy, right? Sure. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, great. So I took a photo of me and him, mm-hmm. and, like of me like sort of acting like I was about to punch him in the face, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I, I sent the picture to Russell, and I went, I've, I've got your kid. Like that, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, the photo didn't go through. <laughs> <laughs> so he just gets the statement. Oh, no. <laughs> he just gets the oh, statement. no. That's a completely different joke. And the, thing yeah. is, and the thing is, I know Russell's kids. I felt really bad. <laughs> <laughs> How does he take that? Like, wait, yeah, the, what? Is, what do you mean by that, Jim? <laughs> and he's like, I'm in Hong Kong right now. Where are they? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's like, I'm at the party drug. I find that guy and I go, can you text Russell to yeah. confirm my oh, story? Fuck. Yeah. That I don't actually oh, kidnap his children <laughs> after he was so nice to me. He's, he's so nice. He's, tell you what, he's very nice to my, my son. He's a very nice man. Yeah. Very nice man. What, he, what he gets, did he say he, when he reached out? He gets a bad... Well, the weird thing is he said he wanted to call me and talk to me about something to do with stand-up. And I'm, I'm not going to tell that story. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. But he, 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 there, was, there was something that he's doing a movie where he wanted my opinion on something because there was a stand-up scene. Yeah, or gotcha. So anyway... Um, he said he gets a bad rap. He gets a bad rap because this is the thing is we have like three incidences in his life where he's gotten into a fight or thrown a fucking phone at someone. Yeah, sure. I have many more of those incidences. <laughs> sure. I'm just not that famous. <laughs> I punched a guy in the face <laughs> f- uh, two months ago, like bang in the face. Two months? Where? I was in Newcastle, England. Yeah. This is fucking weird, right? Newcastle, England, which is one of the roughest nights out you'll ever have fun. But mm-hmm. it looks like an old film where like sailors are fighting in the street. And nice. Stuff. There's like this square of nightclubs called yeah. the Big Market. They okay. call it the Big Market. This square of nightclubs where just women are just slutty dressed, but by the end they're all holding their shoes and screaming. <laughs> all right, <laughs> what's the exact address of this place? Oh no, no, it's, it's, it's rated as one of the top twenty nights out you can have in the world. Wow. It's, and they give it to Newcastle, right? Nice. But it's wild. 
right? And and it's just pubs and it's all working class sort of people. And in, in this mark in this square, they also just have like these set up makeshift sort of like ambulance or triage places where where there's like people just I've got a glass smashed in my face. <laughs> so right? they go, well, this is gonna happen, so let's just prepare for it. The, oh, I can't do the accent. They've got the best accent ever. The people from Newcastle, Geordie, why, hey, man? I had a really great time. Right, they, they speak like that. They're just wow. on the border of, of Scotland. I can't do the accent. But it's Is very it kind of Cockney a little bit. No, no, no. no it's the no. opposite. It's yeah. right near Scotland and it's English Scottish. Right, right. Okay. Some but sort anyway, of hybrid of that. And, and they go, "Why a pet? Oh, why a? What's that mean? Uh, why a means, uh, yeah, of course, a pet. Pet's like an affectionate name to say to a girl. Is like when she walks by, you go, "Why a pet? Like, yeah, good, you good looking woman or something. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that's uh, so uh, that's uh, their version of hollering at a hoe. And you could also, <laughs> but you could also that could. <laughs> That could just be you saying yes. There's like a whole lot of... Oh, wow. Okay. You know. Anyway, so so I was in this pub. I just played like 2,000 people. So I assume that a, a lot of... Because the pub wasn't far from the gig. So a lot of people in the room must have known who I was. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. And this guy stumbles up to me drunk. Just like... And like stumbles into my chest. Mm-hmm. And I do the obligatory, way. You know what I mean? Like, sure. like, hey, like, a, like a happy, like, yeah. hey, someone's drunk. You yeah, know, like, yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't have been cheerier about it. Yeah. I was like, whoa. And then the guy just like fighting talk in his mind. Yeah. He took a swing, oh, right? Man. He just clipped my nose. It didn't hurt at all, but he just brushed the front of my nose. Yeah. And my brain took... I haven't thrown a punch since high school. My brain took over and just lamped him. Square in the middle of the face. Wow. Right? Just la- And then all of a sudden, as soon as you do it, my finger's still fucked up from it. Right? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not and, familiar with the punches. And as soon as, as soon as you do it... Yeah. Right? As soon as you do it, your brain goes, oh, I'm going to get punched now. Because I assume he had friends. Right. And, and, or security. Yeah. Or someone. I punched him. He stumbled back. He hit the wall. Mm-hmm. Right? And then he just went, oh, you bastard. And then he walked out. <laughs> and everyone just sort of looked at me. A couple of people went, oh, that wasn't cool. And I'm like, uh, no one came. Right. And I turned around and fucking bought a drink. The whole the guy's nose was broken. He was bleeding. No shit. I threw the punch. And then I stayed out for another two hours in the same bar. <laughs> you didn't even move? I drink. didn't even move my area. You drank with the same hand? I just, I just waited and I was swelling. Yeah. I was so drunk. I was like, that's going to hurt. <laughs> it's going to really hurt. And then I went back and my, my girlfriend and my kid were asleep in bed. And, and I was like getting into the bed like, I just punched a person. <laughs> I'm drunk. I don't know what I'm going to I'll tell you in the morning, bro. <laughs> punched a person. Is this the Hank here? This is the Hank, the yeah. Hank and Kate, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in the morning, like, my road manager's down at the car with, like, a bag of frozen peas. <laughs> just like, yeah, you know, you might need this because yeah, you punch someone. Like an English guy is just right. like, oh, your frozen peas are better. They mold better. Some people use a steak, but that's good for the face. Yeah. Peas are good for the hand. <laughs> that nice is a bit of knowledge. That is surprising that no like passerbyers, because like, the scene you're describing sounds like there would be drunk people that would see a punch and be like, "Fight!" and then jump no, in. No, I feel like yeah, in like that era, I feel like in that era, in that era, it was so like common that people got punched that they were just like, "Ah, oh, at least uh, you know it wasn't me." Yeah, right. Yeah. They just move on. It's amazing. I was just flinching like I'm going to get a glass to the face. You're going to get something. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used Some to, sort of I used to a joke years ago about the British how. Um, they're the okay because they don't have guns. They're super violent, mm-hmm. right? I will say this: like when you go out in the streets of America, it's not yeah. as physically punchy as Britain. 
Well, sure, because you don't know what if the guy's packing or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you kind of got to be kind of got to be yeah. fearful of that. But everyone in Britain is just punching each other. But I, I did this thing. I did this joke years ago about how the British are the only people to use the word glass as a verb. <laughs> <laughs> like no one else goes to glass someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never thought about that, but yeah. I, I glassed him. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. with glass. Sound very bird. powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a scare. It's that's the scariest thing that could be. Really? I'd rather be shot in the arm than glassed in the face. Like it, to literally mean you hit with a beer bottle in the face. A, a, a pint glass yeah. smashed into your face, losing an eye. Fucking glass. Yeah, okay. With so, actual, I thought glass was just okay. No, okay. no, 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 no. Literally, no, 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 no. you're getting you're getting okay. glassed. Wow. <laughs> I thought right. it was just like another word for getting yeah, punched. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. It's, uh, Have you gotten glassed? No, but I've seen it. It's, oh, and it's, it's, hor- it's horrific. Oh, yeah. God. It's, yeah. I'd rather be shot in the arm or the leg. Wow. Than, than, than be glassed the face. Because you're disfigured for life as well once it happens. Yeah. Oh, jeez. All right, well. And not, not in a cool way like a bullet wound. No. No, or like, <laughs> yeah. Or, or like a <laughs> weird that James seal Bond. Scar. Yeah, James Bond villain scar or something that, like that. Well, that's like, the whole, no. whole thing. So, so we're both Dodger fans. You're Dodger yeah. fans? Yeah. So, um, Julio Urias. Yeah. Right, the new pitcher, right? Yeah, he yeah. had he had cancer as a kid. He's only twenty or nineteen or something. Mm-hmm. He had cancer as a kid, a tumor above his eyebrow. So now his eyes sort of disfigured. Yeah, oh. and good pitcher, but like you know, like look, he's still going to get pussy. He's a professional baseball sure. player. Who cares? He's fine. Um, but when they make the bobblehead, do you think they'll? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you think, do you think they'll do the deformity or do you think they'll lighten it up a little bit? Oh my god. I mean, that hell. question is happening right now in the Dodgers organization there's, between higher ups. There's and a meeting right now discussing as it. perplexed as we are. Someone's being like, you have to, bobbleheads. We're known for being authentic. And one guy's like, yeah, yeah man, but, but tumor eyebrows? Yeah. yeah, yeah but we, then, yeah. do we need it? Well, because yeah. well, then in bobbleheads usually exaggerate that kind of thing. I mean, I, I don't know if you saw what happened to uh, uh, the Boston Red Sox. They had a David Ortiz bobblehead night, I think, like last week or two two weeks ago, and the bobblehead came out exaggeratingly racist. Like, I know that it's supposed to be a black guy, but it was like... But instead of a bat, he was holding cotton. <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, that's not good. <laughs> like, yeah. who did this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably should have gotten a couple more opinions. Yeah, like, the lips were cartoonishly large and not even like br- like pink like bright pink oh I saw I saw yeah. this that they, they said oh we're not sending them out we've had some problems yeah. I didn't see the picture but I thought it was just the quality no well it, it yeah it was racist and didn't look a thing like David Ortiz so like they always exaggerate the features so that's a very good question to ask like do they like because if they tried to put it in it would come out wrong. You, you know the eye I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's definitely a distinguished looking eye. Right. But like in trying Not distinguished as in like yeah, it's a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> like like it's a distinguished looking eye. It it always has a monocle. Like yeah, not that kind of thing. But yeah, because like they would try to maybe do it subtly, but then whoever would like make the doll would fuck it up and then like it would, it, would, it, it would just look like sloth from the goonies i was there and i was there on sunday and they had a magic johnson uh garden gnome hmm now this now is now they what, can hide the aids though yeah like it, it wasn't it wasn't nice <laughs> i was waiting for somebody to to bring in a bobblehead aids hide comment. the aids is the worst childhood game you could play in africa what <laughs> 
So, so, the, so the magic. I, I, I got my girlfriend with that. If, you, one, if yeah. you've ever met, if you've ever met, like, like, like Magic Johnson Jr. is like the gayest man in the world. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my. Irvin Jr. Like, yeah. He's a he's like, a crossdresser. Yeah. I've seen him out. Oh, he's shit. sort of beautiful. He used to be really fat. And he got really thin. Yeah. And then it's like Magic is like super proud of him. Takes him everywhere. Like really, sure. like, like which is awesome. That he yeah, does yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Well, it's his son, you know. Yeah. My son turned out like that. It wouldn't bother me either if that's mm-hmm. what you know. If, sure. if it was authentic and you know. Right. And um, so anyway, so so I always think that Magic Johnson and the gay community, they must be down. Like the gays must just like, do you want to be on a float? And he's like, no, I'm okay. With the, with the HIV and the gay son. Right. Oh, my God. He's rocking it out. <laughs> All they have to do now is like show up at a share concert and their heads will explode. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's everything. If you could, if you could get a uh, Jim Jeffries bobblehead, would you want it to be well, this like. This is the thing is they never had, and this, I always felt like legit was kind of buried on FX. There was some executive somewhere that really didn't like the show. There, yeah. was, there was one that championed it, and then there was one. Because it was. And it then was, got moved to FX. got moved to FX. And before also, that was a real was, network. And like, I mean, you know. It was so fucking good. I binge watched it once Brad got on it, and it, I mean, it was really. It was, it was for twenty minutes, half hour comedy, or whatever. It was. It, it was, was a good solid, show. man. It was picking up in the ratings, and the mm-hmm. reviews were fucking like one hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes, uh, eighty something on Metacritic. It was. Doesn't that matter? Yeah, exactly. Like, like obviously we're doing good work. It's your job to make people fucking watch it. Yes. Yeah. You know and you I mean? were doing tons of press. I mean, it's like you were doing your. I was part. doing. Yeah. So anyway, what was I talking about before that? What we were saying about the uh, legit... Oh, the bobblehead. Oh, the bobblehead. Yeah. They, they never did any merchandise. By the way, my- and in the merchandise, they did like sold some glasses that said legit on it. It's like, no one's... Mm, and I'm off. like, a Billy bobblehead. We had a guy that could only move his head. <laughs> that was his whole character. <laughs> like, if you want merchandise, they go, we, we, we haven't got any merchandise ideas. I'm in meetings like, I've got ideas. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, just, you worry about the acting and the writing. A Billy bobblehead. <laughs> You can do and you, you, with. Uh, it's the same as a Stephen Hawking's bobblehead. <laughs> Wouldn't you want a Stephen? Like if you had to do Stephen Hawking's merchandise, sure. Bobblehead. I mean that that or a voice changer, or maybe combine them. Yeah, exactly. That'd be the best. You hit a button and uh, like that. But like like I, a Billy bobblehead would have been, or, or even a Rodney bobblehead. We had like. We had like uh, a mentally challenged, not, mm-hmm. uh, not like he was a disabled guy, Peter Willie syndrome, yeah. called called, called uh, Nick Daly, mm-hmm. and Nick Daly, so funny, Nick Daly so fun was to work with. hysterical, yeah. hysterical. Rod- Rodney is one of my favorite <laughs> characters in all of television. Oh yeah, D- didn't he had no idea why he was funny. He was <laughs> oh just, really? Well, he, no, he had the mind of like uh, maybe a seven or eight year old. He, yeah, he, he, very charming. I still remain friends with him. I, I know his family and everything. Very charming uh, man. He's mm-hmm. same age as me, I think. I think he's a bit younger than me. But uh, now he just, he just, and also a lot of people with Peter Willie syndrome, and people probably write in to correct me on this, but a lot of them eat themselves to death. What? Because, uh, because um, they, they don't, the nerve the nerve system is ruined and they never feel full. Oh, and also because they have minds of children, yeah, they, they never have the rational thought to stop as well. Oh so God. yeah, they they just see pizza or candy or ice cream and they just like I just want keep, keep more going, of this. keep going, yeah. keep going. Why not? This, this is fun. Yeah, I don't feel sick. Yeah, and why right? would? Yeah, why would you? And so. So what happens is Nick Nick now they just he walks like five, six miles a day. Like you can see him around like down near sort of Santa Monica Culver City type of area. No kidding. And he's just he's just walking, all the people in the shops like him and he comes in and, and then but it's like sometimes he gets he gets picked up like there's a guy who from TMZ who like legit who sometimes picks him up. He gets on TMZ every now and again. I love that. 
They <laughs> should. Him, yeah. Why not? They ask him questions like, "What's your what? What's your favorite fast food?" Um, I gotta think about that. And then, <laughs> and then, like, that's all you get out of him. My fa- my favorite line he had legit was, "That girl tastes like cigarettes." Well, that's the that's the whole that's the whole thing with Nick was. I would just sit there and feed him lines all day. Yeah. Like, very few of his lines were actually in the script, and we we would we would do close up shots of him. And the, the, the originally, like, I got I got that line was sort of a take on. Uh, Forrest Gump, where that girl's mouth tastes like cigarettes, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah, that, right? Yeah. And then, like, he'd just gone down on a girl, so I went, that girl's vagina tastes like cigarettes, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was an homage joke. Yeah, right, right. Right. <laughs> yeah it was a tribute. Yeah, it was a tribute. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> One of the greatest films of all time. Yes, and, and I, wa- I wanted people to get the reference of the two simpletons saying <laughs> yeah. the same thing, but in our one, he yeah. actually went down yeah, on a girl, yeah. right? <laughs> And so, but uh, uh, he, he he couldn't say vagina. Like he he had to come into the room and go that that girl she's cigarettes, right? Oh God! And, no. then, and then he'd look at you like I nailed it, right? And you're like you're like no no we gotta have another go we gotta have another go we gotta have another. yeah yeah yeah. And we kept doing it until it was uh, he he got it he, he we we got him to say snatch. That yeah. girl's snatch tastes like cigarettes. Right. We tried other, but like, like for a while. How many, goes, how, how, many, how many options did you go through? Well, he, he couldn't say snatch for a while because he's like, that girl's snitch tastes like cigarettes. <laughs> nope. You're one, uh, vow, you're no. one vow off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very close. And I feel like people would know what a snitch is. Yeah. Right. But, but you want to hit it. Yeah. Yeah, you want to hit it. You were in Ghostbusters, were you? Yeah. All right, I just saw it. Oh, nice. I saw Ghostbusters. I'm getting a Ghostbusters pinball machine coming to me in like a week. What? For the old movie. Yeah, for the old one, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a film with... Um, it was Henry Phillips' movie, The Punching the Clown. Oh, yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah. I, and and uh, I was in the second one of that. And um, what's his name? Not J.K. Rowling's. J.K. Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> the author of They do hang Harry out, Potter. though. Yeah, they do <laughs> hang out. It's like, hey, do you... <laughs> Do you think they just call? You think they just call each other and go like, "Hey, are you hanging out tonight?" And they just go, "JK." He's he's the he's the peanut M M&M. and M. He's the State Farm guy, yeah, yeah. and also the Oscar winner for the movie uh, about the whiplash. whiplash. Yeah, which I love. And he speaks like this, and yeah. I can't do the voice. And but he's he, jacked. Have you seen like? Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's playing some new comic. Book he's villain. in some comic book villain. Yeah. Now he's all jacked Jesus. up. Any, and like, it has to be on roids for that. Like, it has you see to the picture. Be. Those at were not that real age, arms. At that age, you have no. to be riding yeah. up for that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so so he, well, I was in the film with him, and, I, and I, went, I went in and sat next to the dressing room, and I said, your voice is the soundtrack of my house, because I, <laughs> because, because I have a Spider-Man pinball machine from the Spider-Man movies. Oh my hey, God. Spider-Man, I got a news story for you. Yeah, right? Cause because he's <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's 61. So, yeah, you're not getting that Yeah, j- 61 jacked. to be that jacked, and right. to go from a normal guy to, like... Huge. No. Was the, the amount of veins. There's also the, uh, something about like you see veins coming through arms and you're like, no, that's like, even the veins are like, Jesus Christ, we're working double time right now. Well, it's. Oh, How are you good? I, I got to go in five like minutes? 10, 10 minutes. We're going to end okay. in 10. Yeah. 10, yeah. Perfect. I got to go in 10. I gotta, yeah, there's uh, photos of him just ripped. Look at that. That's just, that's too much. Wait, so you love pinball? I love pinball. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah, like I four got, machines. I got four in machines. I'm getting, I'm getting ripped. Getting rid of two, and I'm getting two new ones in, and one of the new ones is the Ghostbusters. Is, that a, is that a hobby that started in Australia, or what? 
it, I bought my first machine. I was actually I was, I was living in Eddie F's house mm-hmm. in, in a small room, and I just bought a machine, and just he showed up, and it was in the corner. I think he hated it. But I was moving out in like two months' time, yeah. so I'm like, and I got a deal on it, and it was a Spider-Man machine. It's amazing. There you go. And it, it's gone up in value. It went up in value like like to double the price that I paid for it, and then they reissued the machines again, Ugh. and so now it's worth nothing. Ah. Um, <laughs> Until J.K. Simmons it was, signs it, it was yeah, like yeah, fucking yeah. Enron. <laughs> anyway, so, so uh, um, but I, I love that. I've always wanted to own one, yeah. and then when I moved, uh, living in Britain, obviously no one owns them because no one's got space for that type yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. And then in my house, I had like this wall that was just perfect to fit like four machines in. Yeah, and you do. Uh, yeah. I was over there. Couple weeks ago, and it's and like does does Hank love pinball now? He does. Yeah, he plays it. And the funny thing is, Hank's friends come over and they're fucking mad for it. And then people. Whenever I have like a party or a barbecue, it always ends up everyone's playing pinball. It's the best. Sure. Having games, that's kind of like, I mean, I want a shuffleboard table so bad, but yeah, I have no room I, for it. I love a shuffleboard it's table. My, one of my favorite games. And mm-hmm. like to, at a bar, like it's, the bar could be the worst bar ever and have the most expensive drinks and shitty music. There's a shuffleboard table, all that yeah, other stuff. Yeah, you need a away. real long one though. Those short ones. No, are, mm-hmm. don't, don't even fuck with the short ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> the shuffleboard. I, I t- I, I t- I'll tell you this though. One time. Not the podcast uh, part. Brad, Brad, okay, okay, Brad okay. invited me to play at the Dwarf Convention in Anaheim. I did. Uh, I did. I performed at the Dwarf Convention. Well, hopefully I have now entered the realm of friendship where that's, <laughs> that invite is possible. Oh, I mean, as well. the ne- oh, the next time. For sure, it's what, happening. Now, what is it? What do you when you get that call? Is that like the same thing as Pacino being like, "I, uh, yeah, I like it. I like your comedy." Like Brad's basically no, it saying, "It was it was good. I I wanted to see it, but yeah. there was there was a room that they filled with video arcades games, mm-hmm. and so I went down there and they had um they had one of my favorite the Twilight Zone, which is one of my yeah. favorite machines. And um, it was for all the dwarf children. Yep. Right, this room. And I was the only adult in there. They just wandered in with all the dwarf kids. <laughs> just, where is that photo? Just yeah. like walking around like your king. Yeah. No, but just like the creepiest, like the most particular pedophile yeah. in the world. <laughs> you know what? Five-year-old's hands? Not small enough. Oh, God. Oh, anyway. God. Th- but who is the guy uh-huh. who... Uh, we'll put some video okay, guys, and let's put in the Twilight Zone pinball machine, because that's a wide-body machine. It's yeah. a bit wider than the other machine. You need two dwarf children to work it. Sure, it's a teamwork building up. It looked like a three-legged race. They, they had their arms over each other. They had a button each. Well, you needed a really fast one that could go from button to button, but their, their arm width wasn't big enough for it. No, oh my god! No, that's they, see that's something an adult dwarf world. could have done it. An yeah, adult yeah, dwarf, I could do it. Yeah, but you could do it, but, but, but the kids, come on! I, I got to tell this story because my son, whenever he meets Brad, has a dwarf incident. Right? No. <laughs> now, what was he's, he's, he's how old again? He's three. Okay, three. He's a nice lad. He's yeah. You know, but one he's really, time he's he, sweet. He, he came. He met Brad at my house, and I, I had a party. Not because I wanted a party, but because my birthday was coming up. And Hank goes, when are we having dad's party? Because everyone else has had a That's party. That's the cutest so, thing yeah. ever. Yeah. And so you got to have it Everyone has a birthday party. So yeah. we have birthday parties at my house. So there's like balloons and cake and shit. <laughs> For you. Yeah, I'm like 39 <laughs> years old. I turned 39. It's like the most nothing birthday ever. But he loved right. it. And I've got, I've got ice cream cake and shit. <laughs> and, so, and, so, and so Brad comes over to my yeah. house. And and my son sees him. And it was my son's first dwarf incident. Yeah, sir. And uh, and then my son goes. And I'm only telling you this so I can tell the next story that happened okay. the other day, right? Because you've told this story. Before. That sounds like a Pacino I, movie, I, by the I way. My like son's it, first this dwarf. Is, this is Brad's story, not mine. I okay. shouldn't really tell his story because okay. oh, he, he lived it. Your kid. But uh, so so my son just looks at Brad and he, for a, bit, a good twenty seconds stare off. 
Yeah. And then just goes, yeah, I don't know about this, and walks away. <laughs> and then he doesn't say that. Like, you sort of get it. I'm like, oh, sorry about that, Brad. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. And then Brad's like, oh, no, no problem. And then yeah. my son comes back and gives Brad a balloon. Yeah. Just went off and went, oh, that kid, that weird-looking kid <laughs> needs... <laughs> <laughs> he needs a balloon. Yeah, what did he mean? But just that was yeah, just like sweet gesture. Yeah. yeah, just a sweet gesture. Yeah. Like you yeah. want a balloon? We got balloons. <laughs> <laughs> we all just started laughing. <laughs> he like, didn't say anything. Just delivered the. Yeah, uh, no, he's he's like, you, he know goes, you know what this means? Yeah, yeah, this yeah, means yeah. we're cool now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're blood brothers. Yeah. Balloon so, brothers. And so uh, balloon brothers. And, yeah. yeah, and he was just through there. Now this is Brad was at the house the other day. Now now now, now Hank knows. Brad now. Yep. But Brad was on my 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 Brad my son has a my Brad my son has <laughs> my son has a sort of weird catchphrase that he does now. Yep. Which which isn't forced. It's just something he naturally does. Mm-hmm. And so Brad was on. I have like a, a kid swing set. Yeah. I had one of those ones. It's a double carriage one where, yes. where where four little children can stand it. Yeah. Brad was sitting there with his legs akimbo, fucking swinging in the air. <laughs> Like, the, standing on like it. the only adult that can yeah. swing and right. say this thing, and he's I was taking full advantage. Yeah, yeah, taking full advantage. <laughs> and he's just swinging from side to side. No one had questioned it. Everyone yeah, had yeah. just gone, "Oh, well, Brad's swinging on the." Well, yeah. Brad had half a beer, so that's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> and then my son, my son opens the door, and everyone just looks at him, and then he looks at Brad, and he he goes, "What the." <laughs> <laughs> Like he, he nailed it like a like a fucking like an Olsen twinning <laughs> in, in Full House. What the? It's the perfectly timed what the? Oh. It could not. It could the not. Power have been the power of the what the? The kids, are, kids aren't meant to. What the? Adults <laughs> aren't. What's an adult? Yeah. What the? By the way, that's the power of like the kid comedy too. You don't need the curse word to follow the what the no, to have yeah. it be as no. the timing is there. It's perfect. That's amazing. Kid, kids, when you swear, man, I got because the next door neighbor's kid. Sometimes I pick her up from school at the same time as mm-hmm. Hank. They go the same thing, and I pick her up, and then I'm a big swearer in my car. Sure. And uh, Hank sort of used to it, like he giggles, like, like yeah. oh, I'm a big. Oh, come on, you fucking idiot! Turn, turn your fucking blinker on. I'm that right. guy. Okay, right? so it's road rage. You're not like singing with Tupac or something. No, I, I uh, no, we're sort of road rage, but also I, I, I don't consider, I don't consider myself racist, but I am in in the car. I'm like the worst. <laughs> You're a, car, you're a car racist. I'm a car. I'm a full car racist. Yeah. I I will. I have and against all races. Yeah. I, yeah, I gotta be I, fair. More Asian than most, <laughs> sure. right? But if I see like a certain, I put me and Forrest Shaw play a game when we're on the road called racial profiling. <laughs> and it's, 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 a, a, it's not really a game. It's it's a, a, no, Parker hey. Brothers is coming out with that. It's, it's amazing how accurate you can be. Sure. Yeah. So we just go, all right, um, white civic up ahead, mm-hmm. right? And so you go like this: black woman in her forties, uh, <laughs> long hair, dreaded. Right, like, yeah. and then it's amazing how sometimes you just fucking nail it. Wow! <laughs> like, there's certain things like trucks. You can go white right. guy mustache, yeah, 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 But but it's sort of you can tell by the style of driving. If there's mm. a bumper bar sticker, forget about it. I can tell everything I need to know from one bumper bar sticker. What? Really? Right? If it is, if it's like a pro gun one. It's always like a sure, white guy, sure, yeah, sure, sure, thing. sure. Or coexist. Uh, yeah, or if it's <laughs> if it's a it's, if it's a uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, uh, okay. I know. I don't yeah. know what type of white woman. Yeah. just put this on a car, <laughs> right? Right. So we play this game called Race, but it's weird. Whenever like someone like takes over or is slow at the lights or something, I go mm-hmm. fucking. Now, first of all, it's against women. 
right? It's 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 sexist and racist. Oh, well, you got to be sexist. But the thing is, I, I, when I said I'm not racist all the time, yeah, I am sexist all the time. <laughs> just so we're clear. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, just so we're clear that I do. Women, that. you're always. I'm that. always. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. always judging that group. <laughs> I, I, I live with one who does nothing. I, I, um, I, I, my mother was a pain. I, I, is it so? I've lived with a woman for so long who doesn't work that mm. I get turned on by women with jobs. <laughs> and it doesn't even have to be like a career. Yeah, like, like when, I mean, when I mean like a TV exec, I'm like yeah. really turned on. Yeah. So, like, but it's like just a waitress. Like, did you bring me that food? <laughs> so, like, it, so, like, in the porn. You come when the pizza shows up. You're like, oh, she delivered a pizza. No, I Fucking come eight. because that girl's so desperate for money. She's doing porn. <laughs> Seriously, I have like, I, I've had, I've had my girlfriend go, oh, look at that slut doing porn. These porn girls or whatever, because mm. I like porn girls. Whenever she sees like my history, she's like, what do you find sexy about those girls? I go, at least they're working. <laughs> Like, like, you want to disrespect them? <laughs> they could be doing what you're doing. They're good looking. They could just move into a house with yeah. some guy. They're sure. still putting it out there. Good for them. Yeah, they punched in. I don't have any. Really? No disrespect. None. <laughs> I love it, Jim. But uh, a- anyway, when I get to, like, the lights, yeah. I'm always like, fucking gonna be fucking, bet you it's an Asian fucking girl with a fucking Hello Kitty thing on her fucking th- <laughs> And then I get to the lights, and it'll be like a guy who's like looks identical to me, and, <laughs> and my racism doesn't stop. I go fucking typical white douchebag. <laughs> you don't get checked at all. I just change my bigotry. I just change right. it really quick. Look well, at that hey. fucking douchebag yeah, yeah. with oh his brown hair. Like I was saying, yeah, <laughs> fucking Dodger fan. Wait a minute, that's a mirror. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I really do. I really like. Yeah, because <laughs> white people may be, when it comes to douchebags, yeah. whites do it better than anyone else. Oh, we've mastered it. Like we really nailed. We got, we, unfortunately, we got it's, that. yeah. It's okay. I also also pedophiles and serial killers. Got that too. That's see, us. You see, black people mm-hmm. and NBA centers. Well, yeah, for some weird reason, <laughs> but just the centers. <laughs> for some weird reason, if it's a white forward or guard, you're like, eh. yeah. But or center. That's, yeah, a, that's a weird thing. Australia's kicking ass in the basketball. Yeah. We, we, if, we beat, okay. if we beat Lithuania, I think we're good for... And I think we will beat Lithuania because we've beaten harder teams like mm-hmm. uh, Serbia and France. Yeah. I think we're good for a bronze medal. Maybe yeah, a silver. That's you big. Know, right? but I, that in we, how long? No, we've never got one. There you go. Never mm-hmm. gotten a medal in there. Um, but th- this is the weird thing. So Bogart sometimes has put clips of me up and on top of stuff because he's yeah, Australian, right? right? <laughs> yeah. So so we follow each other. So after the France game, I said, "Good game, mate." Yeah. And now he's like, "Thanks, buddy." So I think me and, yep. me and Bogart are in. <laughs> All right. Hey, I hope there's room in his ranch next year for New Year's. Well, that, yeah. I, I tell you what else, because you know, like Blake Griffin does the stand up now. You've yep. had, Blake, yep. Griffin, Blake Griffin came to see me at the Ace Theater, which I'm doing. He's coming I, on here in a couple weeks. I'm doing, mm-hmm. I'm doing the Ace Theater in the April 18th, but it's sold out, people. <laughs> uh, it's probably you Wait. slow blacks who didn't buy tickets in time. <laughs> Wait, the Ace Hotel downtown? Yeah. I yeah. love that venue. It's one of my favorite theaters ever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, I feel bad about the Blacks comment. It was a joke. Say, I was, I was yeah, referring yeah. back. No, leave it yeah. in. That's yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> fine. So, so, uh, so Blake Griffin. So Blake Griffin. Well, well, he's going to be on your show, but I, yeah. I, I direct messaged him the other day, and mm-hmm. I said, I think you were there. I was, oh, yeah. going, I was there going, we should just ask Blake to open. Yeah. Right? Because the crowd will go mental. You yeah. totally should do that. I did, but he's going to be out of town. Oh, fuck. 
Fuck. Have you so- well, we get, well, and, he, and he wouldn't be the only opening. I get him to do five right. minutes. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? And then, and then, and then you also you have Forrest come out first and then go, oh, we got an open spot coming out. There it there. is. You know, you yeah. do all that, yeah. right? Yeah. But I'm thinking of oh, renting I'm thinking of renting a wheelchair so DJ Qualls can bring me my drinks on a tray during the show. <laughs> and just and just be now, like a Billy character. I probably should ask DJ first. <laughs> before you <laughs> plan this whole thing out. Hey, if, if if you need me to run out there and you do coke off my back, well, I got I got Nick Daly to come out and bring me a drink one time when I was at the A's, and mm-hmm. Nick Daly, who played Rodney, right, he came out like, "There you go, Jim, I got you your drinks." <laughs> and there's a funny funny idea to to bring a mentally stilted person, sure. yeah, right, out to who was off the show and everyone he was beloved, yep, right, and then he comes out, and then the problem was. Uh, Oh, Nick thought we were a double act after that. Wanted to, <laughs> oh, no. So oh, he wanted stick around and He do wanted some... to stay and do a few who's yeah. on first. So, <laughs> I don't know. Third base. Yeah. <laughs> who's on first? Me. <laughs> so, no, me is. No, you're butchering it. No. <laughs> you're, you're butchering on, it, please. You're on stop. second and I'm on first. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we're doing it good now. <laughs> Right. So anyway, so so he came out, and then there's nothing like you get a big laugh. But then when you kick the mentally challenged man off stage, like, all right, Nick, yeah, you that's have enough. A, I do yeah. sometimes. I, I bring, I brought my son out on stage just very mm-hmm. early on because he, like, just it's self indulgent. Sure. But you'll be on stage. Like there was one time I was, I was in Britain, and there was like five thousand people in the room, wow. and my son was backstage, and he was mm. still jet lagged, so he's wide awake. Oh right, right, and right. So I thought, okay, he's wide awake, and then and I, I, say, I said, I said, I said, hi everyone, just saying, look, my son wanted to say hello to you all because I know he'd enjoy the cheer and everything. Yeah, and he went out, and then he went, everyone went mental, wow. like that, right? And he, he went, yeah, like that. I went, all right, off you go. Yeah. And then he was in the wings and he started crying because he had these new Spider-Man shoes that lit up when he walked. And he he didn't get to. <laughs> Tell everyone about the shoes, and no one got to see the shoes. And so he walked back out again, and he, everyone's like, "Oh, he went, no, you to show my shoes." Oh and then we're like, "We're like, all right, everybody wants to see your shoes." Yeah. And then he got a big chew, and I went, "Thanks." And then I don't want to go. I want to stay with you. And I'm like, well, "You really can't." Yeah. And then he's like, I'm, I sort of push him away. Yeah. And he starts crying as he's oh, walking on stage. Oh, God. And then, and then everyone's looking at me like I'm a fucking asshole. Oh, it's like, do you really want me to have my I'm kid like, out what here? What do you want? Okay, yeah. I'm sorry I did it to begin with. My fault. Right. But, like, now that he's out here, what, you want me to stay? Yeah. yeah. Is that what you want? Yeah. I mean, next hour and we'll a half. try it out. Pretty sure you paid to see me do stand-up. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so you're doing your next oh, special. I gotta go. Yeah. Well, uh, this was the best. Yeah. Yeah. Come back, please. Yeah, anytime you want. It's just down the hill. You're yeah. the best. There we go. Uh, free dumb available on Netflix. Follow yeah. on Twitter. Get the tour dates. All that. Jim cannot thank you enough. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Show. That's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We had laughs and stories. Now go listen to more episodes. I'll have to tell your phone. Subscribe and tell your It's me, Tony Danza. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. 
Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.